This is the Fearless Agent Podcast, where you learn how to make way more money fast selling real estate with your host, the fearless agent himself, Bob Leffler. And good day to you. This is Bob right here at the Fearless Agent Podcast for real estate sales professionals like you, where we explain why everything you've been taught by the real estate industry is wrong, and you will make lots more money in way less time by doing the exact opposite. We have a call-in guest, Ramon. Yes, we do. It's the lovely Michael Tran. Now, he was on the show before. Yep. You remember his escape from Vietnam story? Yes. Hard (laughs) not to remember that one. Crazy story. Okay. So now he's got no story except some probably horrible real estate story. We can't wait to hear about it. That's why we're here. That's right. So, Michael, how are you doing? I'm fine. Thank you. Yes. So Worse, worse, by the way, than his escape from Vietnam is he did a VIP day with me. And he survived that as well. He survived two things. (laughs) We did have a breakthrough, though. Now, Michael, you're a company owner. You own your own real estate company. Yes. So how cool is that? I don't know, but... uh, (laughs) Well, it's going to be cool. We're going to make it cool. (laughs) Oh, wait a minute. We forgot to do the headlines of the day. Here we go. Little sound effect of drum rolls and excitement. Now, uh, this is a, I don't know if this is a brush with greatness. It's a coincidence. Uh, There is a connection I have with the Joe Biden administration. Did you know that? I did not know that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so he has a press secretary by the name of Jen Psaki. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, and I saw her talking, and I, and I thought, now, and none of these people in the government seem very bright to me. You ever notice that? I have an occasion, yes. You know, the government is Hollywood for ugly people, you know. <laughs> but so she seems like, uh, you know, she seemed like kind of an idiot to me. Okay, that's just me. I'm judgy. But then I realized it's her name, Saki, because I went to Benihana one time and was overserved, and I became a complete idiot. So that's how it works. Ooh. I, I, I pressed that uh, rim shot begrudgingly. I know you did. Say. I know you did. That's just a, that's just a true story or? from my life. So, uh, Michael Tran, uh, you had a question. He, he made the mistake of calling while we were on the air, and then it's that's how you end up being a vic- I mean, a volunteer. It's not a mistake. Mm-hmm. God's part of God's great that's plan. That's a great plan. <laughs> so what do you got, Michael? Yes, um, well, I currently have a listing. Uh-oh. And um, we have like 20 uh, showing on the first day. No, well, you um, said it was 10 last time. Well, he's exaggerating now. I like that. Yeah, We've never had uh, that on this well, podcast. No, we've never had exaggeration. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you know... Uh, I, I end up counting all <laughs> to help those out there in uh, TV land, as I like to call it. Uh, right. You you originally did your fair market value guess at I think you told me when we talked before six fifty ish. Is that correct? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. So lo- for those tuning in, the definition of fair market value is the price at which you would get exactly one showing per day on average after the initial spurt is over. Now, you're still in the spurt, 
right? Right. Yes. So you guessed yeah. 350 CMA FMV. That stands for Fair Market Value and Country Music Awards. So, uh, and now you listed it for what price? Five ninety nine. Five ninety nine. I'm writing that to the left of six fifty because that is a lower number. See how I do it left to right? See how I do that? So six hundred is the current asking price, and how many days on the market total? Three. Three days. So on day three, which is today, how many showings have you had or how many do you have scheduled? Uh, more than 20, probably. Today? 20. Yes. Oh, just today? Just, just today. today. It's about eight, eight. Okay. So the first day, you've had 20 total, but the first day you had 10, didn't you? Yes. And then mm-hmm. it went to five, didn't it? Uh, Second day. It, it, yesterday. Yes, about five, seven, yeah. Seven yesterday? Yes. And then it went up to eight today. Right. So if we wait a week, this will taper off and you'll get less than. So I'm going to revise my, um, I believe, fair market value. Now that we're on the market, by the way, the market is telling you the truth. So we were wondering what the truth was when we were doing the CMA. We were guessing what the truth was. You guessed 650. I don't think that's correct. I think it's lower than that. But I, but I believe it's above 600. Now, when you get in that price range, there really isn't anything like the 625. People don't search 625 and below. They do search 650 and below. They do search 700 and below. They do search 600 and below. The 25s and the 75s are less, but I but I I have a feeling that fair market value is probably 625 ish. So, okay. Now you I did, have, you got offers, right? How many did you get? Three offers so far. And yesterday we talked about it, and how many did you have then? Two? Yes. Mm -hmm. You got a new one today? Got a new one today, and then people uh, uh, promised to send in more, too. People promise. Oh, you know these people and their promises. Have you ever had your heart (laughs) broken with people and their promises, Ramon? Oh, you've done it to me plenty of times. That's true. That's true. And there's more yes. coming, so buckle up, mister. I'm ready. Put yes. your helmet on. And, and, Tighten your chin strap. And we, we, and we uh, never learned that lesson, do we? By the way, last week I was expecting to have sound effects. My heart was broken because, you know, Mr. Knobs in there let me down. I found them. I've been called He's worse grossly than... grossly overpaid, Michael. And grossly way, overpaid. I've been called worse than Mr. Knobs, I'll tell you that. <laughs> Knob boy, we call him. Okay, he's got a lot of dials, a lot of buttons, a lot of sliders. The, I don't know what's going on. And he has an order of sliders coming from uh, Chick-fil-A, I think. So uh, yesterday, you had two offers. Today's new offer, is it cash? No, it's uh, 20% down. Oh, uh, okay. Yes. And you presented your offers to the guy? What did he want to do? The seller, I should say, not the guy. Yes. Well, he he still want to wait until to see more. Offers. He wants to be patient. Yes. Now your choices, um, 
you're priced exactly right if your goal was to price it at fair market value. So he could be patient. Uh, by the way, this is a one-bathroom house. Am I correct? One and a half, yes. One and a half. So there are two mm-hmm. toilets in this house, yes? Yes. We just said the word toilet on the air, Ramon. That's fine. It's a real estate show. That's absolutely mm-hmm. fine. Normally, you wouldn't do that if it was like a, any normal show. This is anything but normal. So we, can, we can do toilet talk. We can say someday. toilets, thresholds. Uh, thresholds. Yeah. All kinds of real, real estate, estate architectural yeah. stuff, right? So, uh, and it was built in 1953, is that correct? Yes. Okay. Uh, and it's 900 square feet ish. Yes. So that's that's part of the problem. It's functionally obsolete. It does have a two car garage. You don't see too many 900 square feet houses with a two car garage, but that was an add on. And uh, so he wants to be patient. What is your question to me, Michael Tran? He called for a reason. I'm trying to dig it out of him. You know what? I just realized Michael Tran is too thoughtful for radio. Do we he, lose him or maybe he's Is he not. there? Has he hung up on us? <laughs> Did he make fun? We made fun of him and he hung up on he us? May, we may have dropped try the call. It. He's he, out. It's officially gone. All right. Well, then I'll go back to talking about real estate. See oh, no, wait. Do, he was see what about. you do to our I make I make fun of people and they just hang up on me. Oh, boy. This is the, tr- this is the trouble. So, so he had a choice of pricing it at fair market value or pricing it at – but I happen to know that he asked the million-dollar question to the seller when he was booking the appointment. Michael, are you back? Yes, I'm back. I'm sorry. I thought you were being very thoughtful about your answer, and then I realized he dropped dead. Contemplating yeah. how to answer. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, he is thoughtful. <laughs> so what, now what was the question I asked you? I can't uh, remember. Oh, he wanted to – your choices are to be patient or proactive. So you're getting, you're getting enough activity there that you, you should be patient. But what I would like to see is you get a – and by the way, you have bid the offers up, correct? Oh, what, what was your question to me going to be when you made the mistake of calling while we were on the air? That was the question I asked. Yeah, I, I, yeah we, the highest offer we have now is 650. You bid them up to six fifty. No, they just they. That's the offer they came in mm-hmm. six fifty. Okay. So so I'm gonna start the bidding up. Then how much should I start to? Here's the here's the risk. When you bid people up and they only have and your and your your highest by the way the twenty percent down offer today do they have more off more cash down payment that they could put down if they had to or wanted to? Again, he's thoughtful and that sucks on radio. Did you hear how he's doing that? Dead air. Do we we need a dead air? We uh, don't. Uh, <laughs> we need a dead we air. We don't recommend thinkers to. Are be you still there, podcast. Michael? Yeah. Okay. Can you hear me? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Again, I forgot the question I asked him. This is makes for great radio. So, have you have you ascertained where the, where the twenty percent down buyer could they put more money down if they had to? Uh, I haven't been able to talk. To okay. Them. So here's why I asked that question for those tuning in, if there are any. Uh, 
So what happens is, let's say we bid. I called them. Let's say we bid these people up, and we end up at seven hundred thousand. Okay, when you only have now, I would never allow the seller to take his house off the market unless he had eight thousand dollars of non-refundable absolute non-refundable earnest money. So it would remove all contingencies because the word contingent upon means I get my earnest money back if. So there is no purpose for earnest money if it's refundable. It's just like a fairy tale joke. So if you're a fearless agent, you will always get non-refundable earnest money on every deal, no exceptions. That's why we don't do business with FHA and VA buyers with rare, the rarest of exceptions. Now, $8,000 non-refundable, if you bid them up to seven hundred and the appraisal comes in low and they're unable to go through with the purchase, which means now we haven't sold the house, I did get their $8,000 to protect my seller, but I still didn't do what my goal was, which was to sell the house. Now I've made it $8,000 harder on that buyer to buy the next house. Uh, I'm not sure that's a great thing. It's, I'm sure it's not a great thing, actually. So I don't want to hurt the buyer. Now let's say they could – they were putting 50 percent down. Then I take their $8,000 and I don't feel bad because I know they could have gone through with the purchase even if the appraisal came in low. So I'm, I just like to be careful about that. That makes sense. Yes. What do you want to do? Well, you know, in this price range, uh, the, the, the increasement is, is around twenty-five thousand. So I was thinking of I'm um, starting to bid up. Yeah, I would do it on the twenty-five. Seventy. Yeah. Right. Six seventy-five. Six seventy-five. Yeah. So when you when you bid them up, I, I would do it in that in that increment. Yeah, not fives or tens, but that's what you want to do. Is your is that is that your answer? Yes. Okay. Yes. Well, just just be careful and make sure you explain if the appraisal were to come in low, and you're not able to go through with the purchase. Your buyer. This is what you would say to the buyer agent. Your buyer will lose eight thousand dollars. Are you okay with that? Because one percent—that's on a thirty-day close. So if it was a sixty-day close, it would be sixteen thousand. So one percent of the sales price rounded up to the nearest thousand per thirty days of closing is my minimum standard. And I—and I'm not sure it's a great idea to go for more than that because you don't want to have so much earnest money that it scares the buyer away. But you do want to have enough to cover your seller for taking their house off the market. Mm-hmm. So, does that make sense? Yes. Yes. Let's talk about other stuff, shall we? Now, when you and I met for our, for our VIP day, which is where we spend an entire day together, uh, going very deep on uh, your business, um, we we talked about a lot of things. So, you know, I always think about how I learned the stuff that I know 
Uh, I'm imparting that to you, obviously, and uh, all the other coaching students and the listeners of this podcast. And Ramon, he soaks up some of this stuff. I oh, mean, I'm learning. It has no value, but he soaks it up. And then I learned, you know, a bunch of stuff from Floyd. You know, so Floyd was the guy who taught me. And then, you know, Floyd had a mentor, and his mentor was Zig Ziglar. And, you know, it, it goes on. So I always think of, you know, if Zig Ziglar hadn't taught Floyd and Floyd hadn't taught me, uh, what were, where would I be if I hadn't met Floyd, you know? Where would Michael Tran be if he hadn't met me? You know, but any of this stuff, yep. it trickles it trickles downhill. So in his, yes. Michael's sellers and buyers and investors, they all they all benefit from this stuff. This guy, by the way, he is an investor that owns many houses, isn't he? Your seller? Yes. So, and, and you got this guy on a cold call, isn't that correct? Yes. So this guy uh, is very lucky to have you. He trusts you. And you'll do a great job for him and then his other however many houses that he wants to sell. You'll help him with those too. So uh, – but that's yes. – you know, that's how it is. So so Michael Tran is a great fit for fearless agent coaching. First of all, he's a very nice guy. And, uh, you know, I, w- I would say what are, the, what are the things that make fearless agent a good fit for people? So one is – you know, if people don't need the money, I'm not sure they're going to do the work. Now, Michael has learned. Have you learned all five presentations? Yes. So he's competent. You know, maybe not polished, but he's at least competent at all five of the presentations. So listing, pricing, FISBO, buyer, investor. He knows how to present offers the way we do. So that's like another little mini presentation. And he knows all, you know, hundreds and hundreds of other things that we teach fearless agents. But, but uh, you know, he is he is motivated by money. And and if you listen to his previous episode, you hear his story. I think the title of it was "Call Reluctance," but he tells his story about escaping from Vietnam. Um, people that are uh, under, I don't know if the right word is pressure, but they feel in. Uh, an unrealistic need to have a coach maybe. Sometimes that doesn't make it a good idea. Um, I, I give people, you know, homework assignments like, um, you know, not formally, but, you know, I want you to learn five presentations. So Fearless Agent is a good fit for people who'd said, yes, I'm going to put in the time it takes to learn those five presentations and learn what to say on the phone. You can even read that basically, but learn how to respond to the the things that the sellers and the buyers and the investors say, um, you know, being on time and showing up for every appointment, being on time and showing up for uh, work, uh, you know, keeping track of your um, progress, you know, not not anything too complicated. We don't need a spreadsheet or anything, but keeping track of the number of listing appointments you schedule each week and the ones you go on and what happened at a, at a minimum. Uh, if you're not willing to prospect on the telephone enough, you know, and enough to get five listing appointments a week scheduled, you're in a very competitive market. You know, this house that we were talking about, by the way, is literally walking distance from Disneyland, right? And by the way, uh, Ramon, I don't know if you know this, but everything is walking distance if you have enough time. 
very true. It's very true. But this actually is walking distance from Disneyland. But that's a very competitive market. Um, what's the most number of listing appointments you've ever scheduled in one week, Michael? Four. Yeah. So that's that's great. And what's your average sales price that you do? Nine hundred thousand. Yeah. So, you know, he he could schedule fewer than than five a week and still make way more money than the guy in uh, you know um, Podunk, uh, Alabama, or something like that. Not that single out Alabama. It's a fine band. <laughs> You're right. There's nothing wrong with Alabama. So. Uh, and then the other thing is not being willing to get into enough FISBOs, enough expireds, uh, not being willing to attend three listing appointments a week. If people are uh, the nathering nabobs of negativism, then fearless agent isn't a good fit. If you hate my jokes, it would be a horrible fit, for goodness sakes. And that's quite a few people when you think about it. But, you know, it just – just uh, being great on the willing to be great on the phone like Michael is and Michael is a nice calm guy on the phone he is talk slow a little too slow for radio we noticed well, that's he's right. thoughtful that's all i'm saying yeah, very, like very thoughtful we are not thoughtful we we say the first dumb thing that comes to our I mind i never think about what i'm going to say and that has served us poorly i must say very yeah. much so but uh you know if 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 anybody out there is nice like Michael is, uh, he's smart, he's a nice guy and, and just willing, thinks about the customer and willing to help people. And if any of the stuff we ever talk about on this podcast makes sense to any of you out there and you happen to be earning less selling real estate than you wish you were and you're willing to call me and just have a chat, I'm never going to pressure you. I'm not going to sell you coaching. Uh, we're just going to chat and see if it's a good fit for you. You can call me at 480-385-8810. And if you're a uh, company owner and you happen to want to recruit more producing realtors and get rich doing that, you can call me about that. You can always go to fearlessagent.com, watch our webinar, go to the speaking page where I sell my little speaking gigs. There's a video there. Watch that. If you're a, a owner, go to the fearlessagentrecruiting.com and watch that video. But uh, so did you have fun? Michael Chin Tran, that's his actual name, right? Yes, yes. You can well, call one, him. One thing I, go right ahead. One thing I want to add that uh, since joining you, my confidence level boosts up ten, tenfold. Yeah, and and, and I, if you listen to his other have... story, <laughs> there's no reason for him not to have confidence because he almost died 50 times. <laughs> Everybody on who's listening to today's podcast, go back to his episode previous. You can look it up, but it was an amazing story. And you can call him and refer business to Michael at 714-299-2991. By the way, if you – do you live by Disneyland? So Michael Chin's trans office is the second happiest place on earth. So if you are a agent in that area and you and you're looking for a company to join, uh give Michael a call 714-299-2919991 uh and he'll do a great job. And once again, I want to thank all of you for joining us today. Please do visit us at fearlessagent.com. You can always call me directly, 480-385-8810. 
please do give us a five-star review of this podcast. And until next week, have fun. What else do we always do, Michael? Be humble. There you go. And be fearless. Thanks, gang.